This is Ouija Boards and Midnight Marks, where a spirit board conversation sparked our spiritual evolution. I'm Shale. And I'm Cheyenne. And each week, we explore a world where there is much more than meets the eye. So pour yourself a drink and join us as we cheers to a witch in good time. Excellent. Consent to be recorded. Got it. I'm sitting in the wet spot. Oh, all right. Yeah, you pee yourself. No, my boots have snow on them and now I'm realizing. So welcome back to the wet spot. Hi. Over here on Ouija boards and midnight marks. Um, I'm so excited. We have two wonderful, we have two, a twofer. I don't know if this has ever happened actually. Now that I'm saying it out loud, we have two special guests today on our season three of all of the wonderful things that we're bringing you. So um, I think you have heard us mention them quite a bit because they are, we consider them a sister podcast for sure. I don't know if you guys consider us a sister podcast. Absolutely, yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, But we are welcoming the lovely ladies from Wormwood and Witches, and we're going to talk about such fun things today. So welcome Erica and Tally. Hi. We're so excited to have you here. Hi. We're excited to be here. Yay. So now that you're here, what are you guys drinking? Where, oh, the, right there. It's wine from uh, Canyon City at the, um, the Alchemist. It's a red bland, red, red bland. Red bland. <laughs> As above, so below. It has yeah. a very cool label. Yeah. And it's from Kenyon City, huh? Oh my gosh, yeah. that the label Abbey, is beautiful. You know the that Abbey that's out there? It's like this huge, it's gorgeous. And I've I've worked out there in the past in Canyon City and never went there. I think just because by the time we're done and we're archaeologists, just for everybody to know, um, that uh they're always, they're closed by the time we're done with yeah, work. and so I was out there by myself and kind of finished early and um, went there one <laughs> one night back in um, November. So, I like how you said I kind of finished early. <laughs> kind of like finished. I, I finished a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I finished in, in enough time to go and um, have uh, some wine. <laughs> nice like a bad day to me no I mean you know it's winter you gotta you know you can't be out there past three four five depending on if my boss is gonna listen to this (laughs) this is a that's so cool and I've I've heard amazing things about Canyon City I haven't been there myself yet it's a place I really want to go there's a herb farm located there that I'm really curious about too and I hear it's kind of one of those you know, Colorado has a lot of these kind of hidden gem witchy communities. Like I was just talking on our episode that we dropped this week about Manitou Springs, how it's kind of subtly witchy, you know, that it's there, but it's kind of just integrated into the culture and they're not outward about it, but you can feel the vibes, you know, I feel like Canyon city is another one like that. I want to go so bad to Manitou Springs because I've only so good four years. And so, um, I, Hey, 
Oscar, <laughs> sorry. Oscar's deciding <laughs> to chew on a bone right now. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Manitou Springs because I've heard such great, like, spooky things about it. And like you said, Chael, like, um, it's not outwardly, like, witchy and stuff like that. that I, I want to just, like, go down, like, some weird alley and then, like, pop it used into to a be. store. So the rumor, I've been here for 20 years and... Um, and I lived in Colorado Springs, right outside of Manitou. And the rumor is that focus on the family that's out of Colorado Springs moved there because of the witchiness mm-hmm. in Manitou. And so this has always been a thing. I mean, now it's like super touristy, but when I lived there yeah. 20 years ago, it really, it did kind of have a ominous vibe at night. Well, like the- it definitely did. And there used to be um, places that you could hike around that you can't anymore mm-hmm. that we used to go to and we're like oh some shit's happening over here like that's a little more sinister than I want to get but on the opposite end too it has like the very quaint like I was telling to or describing to Cheyenne like it has a very quaint like New Englandy vibes too and almost every like every corner has some sort of like herb shop or like little witchy wares they don't call it witchy but it's very like spiritual and stuff like that and, and it's like you said yeah it's pretty um touristy but like it's just I don't know the vibes there are just so cool like so we'll have to take a trip. they're my friends oh yeah <laughs> well it's like Hannah was talking about on her podcast when we asked her about her experiences in Manitou and she talked about like all the crazy stuff that she's experienced there Mm-hmm. so there is a vibe for sure yeah but the the apothecary shops like the herb shops sound super fun like, yeah yeah so we'll definitely have to take like a an obmm and www yeah. <laughs> like field, field trip, trip. Field, camping trip field trip yes yeah. Ooh. so cheyenne what are you drinking um back on my regular bullshit drinking a latte because that's all i know how to drink and just so y'all know, we're recording this at 4.30 in the afternoon and Cheyenne will sleep tonight like the superhero she is. She will. I don't yeah. have a lot of skills, but the ones I have are very useful. I wish My I like superpower skill is that I can name any 90s country song. Oh. <laughs> Artist and title. Like it's going to be the last question at a trivia night one night. It'll be like, who in 1993 saying yada yada song? And I'm going to know that mother effer and we're going to win. <laughs> And Sean and I talk about it all the time, but it is one of those weird things that I'm like, why brain? You couldn't remember math, <laughs> but you can remember that. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I've got movie quotes for days just rattling around in my head. Same Cheyenne, same. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, how can I remember this from like, we, we ended up saying uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, uh, the 20 years uh, at the Alamo draft house because Colbert had his Q and A afterwards. Oh, fun. Of course, but um, I was like, how the hell can I remember all the elvish words when like Aragorn's singing and I can't remember what I did like 24 hours ago. So I <laughs> yeah, amazing you're just, though. Like, <laughs> random knowledge where you're just like, what the hell? This is useless to me. <laughs> right? Like, cool. I'm glad I'm never gonna forget this. There's just no room for anything new in, in here. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shale? What are you drinking? I'm so boring tonight, honestly. Um, I'm still trying to get over this cold and I don't know what it is. I think this is total bullshit, but I don't know if any of your moms had you drink seven up or Sprite when you're feeling yes. under the weather, <laughs> but I think it's one of those comfort things. It's like chicken noodle soup, right? Yes. So 
I have these little mini cans of it and I've been drinking herbal teas all day. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just treat myself to a little bit of Sprite and do that comfort thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, like, Ritz crackers to go with your? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> but that would probably be obnoxious for the misophonia people like me to be like <laughs> jumping away on the microphone. So <sighs> got you all out there. <laughs> all right. Before we dive into our topic today, oh, I like dropped all of those as soon as I started preparing for it. Whoops. Shuffling cards is always so hard. But Cheyenne's like a pro and I love it. I'm like, are you suey? That was better. Oh, I didn't pick up so much on the, the sound. Um, I know it's because I have these dumb headphone mics oh, right now. Fair. The tech is limiting me today, but that's okay. Ooh. So there might be some crunching and grinding sounds, and that's the dog eating a bone. So I hope it doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Erica is really pissed off and has moved the bone several times, and the dog's like, fuck you. And like, boop, boop, walked around the table mine and then oh yeah or random drops so maybe if if that maybe if you hide it under the uh massive amounts of tool that we have on our bodies (laughs) start eating that anyway let's go go you're gonna have to keep us in line by the way no it's totes fine so we have drawn today the sun the sun brings welcome enlightenment and clarity to our lives Even after the darkest nights of winter, the sun brings life, happiness, and warmth to the world. If the dark cold of winter has dulled your shine, it's time to be reborn. Let the sun move you forward. A bright yellow sun shines brightly through crystal clear blue skies. He looks over three blossoming sunflowers. The flowers have been nurtured properly, and the sun has given them the energy they need to grow strong and tall. Open your palms and let the sun shine down on your skin. Feel its warmth and let its powerful energy into your soul. Now become the light you are surrounded by. Shine your light on others and move forward with light and warmth in your heart. You know the right thing to do. You are wise and strong. Do not stray from the path. Follow the path of light and happiness, even if temptation and uncertainty are leading you in a different direction. Okay, I love that we got this card with Tally and Erica here because... I feel like you both are similar in your podcasts because our podcast started around the same time. And I know for Cheyenne and I, it was one of those things that we wanted to start not only as a way to like get to know other people and to like talk about stuff that we love, but it was a way for us to kind of step into our witchiness and be kind of more loud and proud about it. And I feel a similar vibe from Wormwood and Witches. And so it just feels like a card that's really resonant of that. I don't know if you all feel the same way, but that's kind of the vibe I was getting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like. And also, uh, I know we were briefly chatting before uh, recording of just like, just kind of the shittiness of, of am I allowed to? Oh, yes. Okay. I already <laughs> said that. <laughs> I'm just constantly. <laughs> like, I can tone it down. Uh, just like the shittiness of this year and like already and that just like chaos. And so I'm all for sunshine kind of like this like reaffirms some like things happening in the background personally, at least. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready for that sunshine and moving forward and being like kind of reborn and we're coming into spring, which is really nice yeah. because in bulk is also about to mm-hmm. happen. So thank God. We're yeah. Sun's coming back. Finally. I know. So 
Okay, so you both, in addition to hosting a witchy podcast, are archaeologists. Mm-hmm. And so we thought it would be fun today to talk about haunted objects. Um, well, that's a good one. Right? Like how <laughs> objects, how they become haunted. Um, I have a, a little bit of background on like the 10 most famous haunted objects. I pulled up some some eBay haunted you can buy haunted shit on ebay apparently which is cool i feel like Um, we should buy a haunted object on ebay as our (laughs) obmm mascot nope Uh, yeah i just like but i mean it could be like in a case you know but it could be like that thing it just works back to the dibic box to me and i'm like yeah to the no yeah (laughs) we'll uh we'll decide that after i read you some of these listing descriptions later that's also fair if you if you feel like inviting them into your home but (laughs) um yeah I guess like give our listeners just a little bit more background on the two of you and kind of um yeah where where magic and archaeology intersects for you do you want to go first sorry Oscar's bone just (laughs) tool skirt um I can go first sure oh my god this is crazy so cute though (laughs) yeah he just want like he's happy right now and so he wants his bone and it's just not gonna be any other way uh so I've been doing archaeology for at least 20 years and or close to and um also have off and on studied herbalism and things like that and have gotten more uh serious about that part um also we both our yoga teachers. So I know that's Shale, aren't you? Like there's a lot of similarities there between all of us, which is so awesome. Um, And so, I mean, our our job isn't really all that fancy because it's not research-based. So um, it's really more about development and things like that. So it's kind of sad and soul-sucking. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's some um, historical preservation within it because archeolo- archaeologically things are very finite. So uh, yeah. the fact that you're even recording information is better than most. I'm so. kind of more bitter than <laughs> So it's like your guys' job, is it to like, if, if there is a new development proposed, for example, are you the ones that go out there and make sure that there's no uh, cultural artifacts or anything like that before the development happens. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I do. <laughs> she she has a cooler job. She does museum stuff. So Ooh. I I grew up doing it. My background is in archaeology, uh, of which I've also done cultural resource management, like tally, um, but not as much. Uh, my end is more so on um, the museum side. So after uh, these spaces get excavated and artifacts are found and collected and everything um, and reports are generated, uh, the objects have to go somewhere. So they usually would come to the archaeological repository. It kind of changes per the state. So back in Arizona, we had a state repository. Um, Out here, it's much different. There's History Colorado, um, which is a repository for local spaces, but also uh it's the plains region so um let's not bore people with all that shit erica (laughs) so up in (laughs) wyoming so objects come to me and i take care of them so 
That's super we're gonna, cool. I work at an art museum right now though. So it's a little different. Um, but That's yeah. awesome. Well, and it's actually funny too, that you were talking about similarities because for a really long time before I decided to go into international studies, I actually was really thinking about going into archeology. span So okay. I'm just fascinated by that world and what you all do. So it's just it's really a, cool. It's a, I just recently had to do an online portfolio and like looking back, like there's some really fun stuff that like you, you're like, I can't believe I got to go do that. So yeah, that's true. It is, it is, it is a very remarkable job, even though you're knees are getting blown out because (laughs) digging hard labor (laughs) yeah yeah, and and they they call you um shovel bums for a reason (laughs) because you usually don't make that much money you're just digging you're like I know how to dig a one by two unit really really well yeah (laughs) so if you ever need to hide the dead body where your girls we can that's actually really good to know (laughs) we'll keep you close in a circle yeah. <laughs> so maybe not a dead body, but maybe we'll need to hide whatever haunted doll we end up buying off of eBay. No, <laughs> that do? Oh my God. Need, the worst. need to go, go Jumanji style, bury that one. As long as we don't disappear anywhere. No. <laughs> and it like stays buried. You always hear those stories about people trying to bury stuff and it comes back and you're like, oh my yes, God. especially like, a doll. Like the weeds right. that just randomly yeah. show back up and you're like. I thought I burned you. I thought <laughs> you were gone. Okay. <laughs> so let's start with a famous haunted object that I know, Tally, you have a, a story about meeting. Um, and that is Robert the doll. So can you tell us about that? Yes. So just before the world ended, it was November 2019, and we had a family reunion in Key West. And uh, so it was super fun. I totally forgot Robert the doll lives there and um, had always heard about him. I was like, oh my gosh, I would freak out if I ever met him. And because dolls, I mean, let's be right. honest, <laughs> just dolls. And, um, and so I knew the history behind him. And uh, my family decided, hey, let's go on this like haunted, you know, like a super touristy haunted um, like bus ride kind of thing, open air bus ride. And so it takes- Those are my to- guilty pleasure. <laughs> I, you know, I really appreciated it, even though it was kind of theatrics, like they were dressed in a period piece and super kind of dramatic. And, um, but there was a lot of history that you learn too through with buildings and things like that. And do we not have it on? <laughs> do we not have our mics on this whole time? Probably not. Um, I don't know if it actually did anything, no. but we'll see. <laughs> they're either on now or they're off <laughs> So or nothing. Anyway. So, uh, so we get there to go to our time slots in the evening and I see plastered all over the side, meet Robert the doll. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. I totally forgot. So earlier that day, my boyfriend and I, uh, we rented tandem a tandem bike for the week that we were there, which is really fun, I really frightening. A, I just <laughs> had a moment that I was like, who was your boyfriend at the time? And then I was like, it's Tom. Ooh, he's going to hear that and be like, what? <laughs> anyway, so we we rode our bikes through the entire island because it's small and there was this museum like kind of fort style low level brick building and um 
I was looking at that and thinking, I, I don't know, I had like a weird feeling about it. And I pointed over to it, commented, I was like, I wonder what's in there. There's something really weird in there. And uh, he's like, I don't know, whatever, should we go check? And like, no, I don't, let's just keep going. So then later on that evening, come to find out that's where he is. Along Ooh. with, yeah, along with, oh gosh, what's her name? Isn't this Zach Baggins like weird? I thought Zach Baggins like owned this space and like has like he, in all Vegas, which I almost oh. accidentally went to in October. Not Zach knowing. Bagel Bites as a... Uh... <laughs> bagel, bagel, bites. Uh, bagel bites is another podcast calls them anyways <laughs> I didn't know that um uh so we go we go through the city and we go to drive by his former home and there still just felt like this weird energy upstairs where he was like in the attic um and I don't know if that's because I knew at that point or what but you know, so you're like, everything's haunted at that point, you know? Um, so then that was the end of the tour is meeting him and me and my dad are next to each other, standing next to each other with the rest of the family. But <laughs> they said, who wants to be first? And apparently everyone steps back except for my dad and I. And we're like, <laughs> oh, all, right, all right, I guess we're going to go. <laughs> And he's in a glass case, but it definitely had energy there for sure. And he's in a glass case because he's played so many tricks on the employees that he's now, he can't leave the glass case. Do you have um, an example of like the, the things he would do to employees? He would run up behind them or like there would be laughter. Or you would hear like... I hate that. I know. And, or, um, he would be in a different position in his chair, which like just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) 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 So, uh, so we were the first up and it says that just like, Oh, what was the other doll you were talking about the other day on your Thursday live show, uh, where you have, yes, where you have to ask permission So they suggested the same thing. And my dad just walks up and he's just looking like, dad, you've got to say something. And so we were both like, hi, this is our name. Can we please take your photo? Thank you so much for allowing us to be here. And I was like dead serious for my dad to do that because he's like, whatever this is bullshit but oh yeah my dad would be the same way he'd be like (laughs) be nice or I will kill you right I was like look at all these letters of people apologizing that they didn't do it it's I'd be like dad we don't need to have to have a situation where he runs up behind us and we have to yeet Robert the doll like let's get (laughs) here so um so we did that it was really cool it was actually really neat to see him uh up close and personal but the the other person, I can't remember her name, unfortunately, and I know the story pretty well, so that sucks. But the um, have you heard the story where this this young, beautiful twenty something year old uh, dies of um, shoot what uh, of the cough? What's the cough? The, the oh tuberculosis. Yes, and uh, the doctor loved her, and so he stole her and like put her in wax and the family found out about it. Have you heard this story? No. no. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. 
I feel like we should pause and <laughs> go to it. So it this is, is connected to Robert the Doll though? Yeah, she's there. Her Well, so she was in this big tomb and he stole her a few times. It ended up exploding later. So we, they, everybody suspects that he took her out again. Um, so he, he put all this wax over her because he was trying to figure out a way to bring her back basically and Whoa. preserve her body. And um, so there's photos of her. It looks super, super creepy. Mm -hmm. And it's so sad too, because that's not what the family wanted. And this right. woman, when she was alive, was not in love with him back. So that's not even okay either. Uh. Um, so her tombstone is there uh, because her body, I believe, e either exploded when there was the the fire at her tomb or stolen again i think from what i remember but i can't remember her name unfortunately Maria so, so her tombstone's on the same property as robert yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah this is like a whole museum there's it used to be a i believe like some sort of fort as well so it's like a historical building in and of itself and now it houses a bunch of things like Robert the doll and this woman's um it's like tomb. a historic it's a historical museum isn't it I think so I don't even I'm remember what remember the museum is called like two months ago like did you was, go there no oh, that's wait, right you were there we were in Key West but I didn't end up going and seeing Robert you the doll but it was closed so oh, okay. oh COVID ruins everything <laughs> yeah especially that vacation <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you got you ended up with yeah. Corona. And oh no. <laughs> yeah. My husband and I had to drive all the way back from Key West to them. <sighs> well, you were sick. Sucks. I can't even. That was a, an amazing. A doozy. An amazing road trip that nobody wanted to take. <laughs> yeah. My husband and I were talking about test. how. Yeah. My husband and I, we keep talking about how, you know, it's going on year three now and it feels like we're on borrowed time yes. <laughs> at this point before we I haven't know. gotten it. I haven't got it. I got it right before anybody knew. Possible, but I yeah, I kind of feel like that's when we may have gotten it too. Was before it was. They're like, you just have a really bad cough, and I'm like, but I can't breathe. Yeah. Like, but nothing <laughs> is working. Yeah. Um, that's so interesting too. Just how all of the like, just the like the collections of creepy haunted things mm -hmm. that. Yeah. That, like, like, you can go down a rabbit hole. Sorry. No, go. Like a rabbit hole where it's just really interesting to think about um like the human fascination with like the macabre, right? Like mm -hmm. how that's been something in our culture across the world for like ever, right? There's always been like this human interest in like the supernatural or the things that are spooky. And it's just so interesting like, to see how that's woven in through all the generations. Almost. Well, and yeah. that itself. Well, and that's why I worked at a mortuary for two yeah, and a half years. Yeah, she worked at a mortuary. Ooh, Ooh tell us cool. more. I was a funeral assistant uh, back in Arizona. And I would uh, basically do as that job describes. So like, helping prepare for wakes and funerals and driving the coach, not the hearse, because that's oh, derogatory. Man. So, uh, and it's caskets, not coffins. Wait, wait. Oh, explain the Hearse derogatory and... nature of, of language regarding yeah. death then. I haven't heard that. 
I guess either. I just, I, I never looked into it, but they, like, when I first got hired on, they're just like, so there is like a protocol in which words, there are specific words that we don't want you to use just because they're really antiquated and they kind of just like give off, like, I think when like people say, oh, that's the coffin, like you think of like the wooden old school mm. coffin. And yeah. Like that, um, With vampires and like, curse, like, like, I think they, it's, it, the words surrounding it are trying to um, kind of like desensitize like the negativity of death a little bit, maybe. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, so it's like the coach, like mm. not, not a hearse and stuff like that. So, but um, yeah, so I would go pick up people from hospitals or hospice and dress casket and cosmetize and prepare them for cremation and wait cosmetize as in you put makeup on them yeah so there's like a for example (laughs) there's like a a liquid that's like kind of like this like opaque orange that you paint on people's faces to like get them blood looking like it's like more you know you did that you were like this close to people (laughs) you were I've seen more dead peen than live peen so (laughs) that's amazing I always just like to tell people I went from dead people to dead people's stuff. So That's that was true. my transition from That's great. From that to archaeology. That's so, so interesting. Did you ever have spookiness there? Surprisingly, no. Like, so one of my um bosses, uh I was more honestly terrified of live people, like uh, and the craziness sure. that goes with that than I was yeah. dead people. Um, I mean, I've definitely had like uh, the the death rattle kind of thing, like where yeah. somebody and you just hear like a mm. like, um, and we had people who had like unfortunately died of like tuberculosis and all kinds of stuff. So really? where where PPE should have been required, I did not I did Ooh. not have it. I was like, I'll just hold my breath while I oh go into. God. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the freezer, it's fine. It's fine, or the cooler. So, so was that was that a career that you had set out to do, or was it something that you kind of walked into? Or yeah, so I I had just quit my job at the pottery shop, uh, like. <laughs> that's a natural oh, transition why not and I really want like, I've always like kind of like what you're talking about, Shale, like this, like uh weird obsession like this like really big intrigue of like what happens to like us as like when we die like what is that process and so I actively went out and applied to all these mortuaries and then found a job and it was one I fucking loved that job I wanted to go become a funeral director for the longest time and there weren't very many programs and yeah, I just didn't end up going down that path. Um, but that's was, so fascinating. Like something I've been really path. interested in is um like being a death doula and how that's like a movement now. Um, I started looking into it earlier this year. Unfortunately, my life's just so busy where I'm like, I don't feel like I could do people justice, but it is something that I'm super interested in because we talk a lot about doulas on the birth side, but there's yeah. not a lot of support for as you transition to death. And I think that's just such a beautiful thing that we can do as a collective because like our culture is so adverse to, to death, right? And like you're saying, we even have words that we use to try to like alleviate the negative connotations around it. 
Yeah. And so like, then there's like, sometimes like we would have celebrations of life. Uh, That's and, what we like, did for and, my mom. And so I think it just depends on the family and what they want. Um, and it, it was also like a very eye-opening experience to just all religion in general. Not that I'm a religious person, like besides my own practice that I have, but uh, it's all fucking the same. Like, you know, like yeah. we're all like, do, do the best that you can be a good person. You know, love is love. And it's just funny to see just how uh, we all end up in the same manner yeah no matter what religion you have dead so um worm food worms yeah yeah unless if you're like i don't know yeah you're turning into goo basically if you don't i was always mad that i never got to be a part of a disinter like when people got disinterred sometimes because their family was moving and then they'd like have to dig up like the casket or whatever because they they're like oh we want dad to be buried here now and so really people yeah. that seems like a lot of money yes dying like is a very, lot of weight dying to, is also very expensive so right <laughs> which you you should have gone into it because everybody needs it yeah everybody's gonna die people I guess are that, gonna maybe that'll dying. be my new life crisis <laughs> like when uh covid hit and i thought i was gonna get laid off i was like maybe i'll just be a death investigator because that's what my friend went out she moved to Oklahoma and just became a death investigator for Tulsa. So I can't do that either. Her and I talk about like gooey bodies and everything. <laughs> yeah, I can't do just your bodies. typical like conversation Ew. over drinks. <laughs> I always uh, have to I always have to remind myself that not everybody is like attuned to this type of like uh conversation. And so yeah. like, sometimes it's disturbing for them. And I'm just like, oh. My bad. I'm so sorry. I like to talk about <laughs> it, but I don't, I don't think I could see it. I like, but I like the science behind it and I can remove myself if it isn't like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like even that was really, I mean, not to be super morbid, but I guess we're going there. Um, <laughs> like just before she died, her skin was really weird. Like, mm-hmm. like it was peeling off, like almost waxy mm-hmm. and she wasn't quite dead yet but she was definitely Mm -hmm. on like she died hours later so now now eight almost eight years later I can kind of talk about without crying yeah (laughs) um like the the science behind like oh her body was already shutting down she was just still breathing kind of thing you know like looking at it in that way yeah knowing that her skin wasn't not like real anymore like from yeah blood and- right and it was like re- it was sticky almost it was mm-hmm. really bizarre and I, I mean I've never touched someone in that capacity and so like to know that and then find out later like scientifically well your body her body had been already breaking down for like days yeah before the last breath so so that was like really kind, kind of like removing my emotions from it like scientifically really cool I guess in a way to (laughs) to to know that that's what kind of starts happening to your body before and yeah let's talk about (laughs) (laughs) dead bodies all of a sudden we went from haunted objects to dead bodies (laughs) I think it's a natural pathway that can happen yeah (laughs) it's a fair transition um but we can definitely rein it in and circle it back do (laughs) does anyone has anyone else had any sort of like haunted object experience 
Uh, it's not like <laughs> a specific object. So I went, I, I, I went to, <laughs> he's like, it fits the brief. Stop talking to me right now. No, the, the story you just told me. I know. but oh, the okay. thing that, <laughs> So I went to Goodwill the other day and I hit like the jackpot of like yes. all things. So I was like getting things. Is I found like a cedar chest. <laughs> 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 We're bringing all the chaos energy to this episode. I'm loving it. You need help. It scared the dog. It's us. We are the haunted objects. Wait, so is this the haunted objects? Is that what you're showing us right now? So yeah, well, I guess I don't know if it's haunted. Wait, this is the haunted objects. There's well, so there's the cedar chest that I bought, and then there's like I found this like really cool like decanter thing that like has like a. It's very Game of Thronesy. I, yeah, I, love it. I was like, this will make a great prop or whatever for the pod. So it, a candle can go at the bottom. But anyway, so I go to Goodwill, I get a cedar chest, I get all these things. Um, I, I strike gold, I feel like. And so I get home and I'm home alone. My husband's off doing whatever, hanging out with friends. Um, and the the cat, so our, our cat Bilbo, all of a sudden, I was laying on the couch watching TV and he is like, our TV is down in the basement and there's like a a shoot of stairs kind of going up into like a bedroom area. And he is like hyper-focused on the stairwell and he never has done this. He is like hyper-focused and he props up on his back feet and is just like, kind of like in like a a standing stand, like a sitting tall standing stance for a cat. I don't know. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing right now? So I'm like looking at him, looking up at the stairwell, nothing's up there. And like, you could feel like a weird feeling in the air. Like the vi- the vibes had changed. I was like, this feel, I don't like this, whatever this is. And then I go upstairs and one of our lights start flickering. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I realized that I brought these objects home and I was like, I made a uh, like mugwort and like juniper bundle and wormwood bundle. So I was just like, I am going to go fucking smoke, like cleanse these objects because the, the, the chest was still out in the garage. I hadn't brought it in yet. And so like, just like the feeling in the the room in the house actually was just like off. Like it felt Ooh. like there was something like somebody was there. Like somebody was and that's it's like never it's like, it's like that feeling of like, you know, like when the hair on the back of your neck stands yeah. up and you know somebody's watching you. That's so I went and I I cleansed this and I'm like, you know, saying like if there's anything attached to these objects, you know, you're released, you're not allowed in my house. Like and I like go and do that for the cedar chest and everything. And immediately like that, it like went away. So I don't know, like I didn't see like an entity or anything, but you could feel like, like heaviness, like, like mm. an uneasiness. It was uneasiness is what it was. And I was just like, not about it. And so I was just like, sure. I'll bring these like random old ass objects into my house and not think twice about it. And, so, and this literally <laughs> happened the day you brought them home. Yeah. So I I was like, no. (laughs) No. No, And then I had made a wreath for Christmas with my witch bells. So I'm like 
also went out there and like dinged them a couple of times. Yeah. It's just like, just in case for like purification, I don't know, but get rid of whatever the fuck just like decided to, but I'd never seen my cat do that before where he was just like super hyper-focused either that or he saw our ghost cat. One of the two, I don't know. Well, that's just like crazy energy to have like the first day first yeah. few hours of something like that in your house like I'm glad you jumped right on that <laughs> it's just like I don't know this is creeping me out the flickering light was definitely like I was just like I don't know how I feel yeah, cool. now, now you know how I am with the light upstairs that flickers all. yeah with your guy that lives here yeah but he but that that's the thing like somebody lives in my stairwell or hangs out in the stairwell and like a spirit right not yeah, like somebody yeah. okay <laughs> just <laughs> comes just in. random <laughs> asshole who's in my yeah. stairwell <laughs> have you ever seen him before uh no but tom experienced he never has nightmares or anything like that and we were in here for probably three months and um i woke up to him fighting something and I was like, Whoa. I've never seen this in 10 years. I've never seen him do this. He doesn't believe in ghosts or, well, it doesn't, he just has never felt anything or seen anything. So whether or not he believes he doesn't know. Um, and so he did, he had like this weird experience to the point where I didn't want to wake him up because I knew I was going to get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so, good call. Good call. Yeah. First. <laughs> yeah. So, and then all of a sudden he settled down and I, he brought it up the next day that he was having this horrifying dream of like this weird, mm, mo- like it wasn't a, it wasn't human. It was just this, he remembers fingers grabbing him from under the bed shut came, your face that's terrifying yes. no yes <laughs> came, came up from under the bed and he said that they were like these fat sausage fingers that were almost like cut at the like they weren't like they didn't you know elongate they were just stubs yeah and that, like the teary-eyed creep I know. <laughs> and that um and then it was trying to pull him under the bed like it, it wrapped around his chest and it was pulling him. And so what I woke up to was him grab, he like reaches behind. And I see this, that he reaches behind him and he's throwing something and he's punching. He's like beating the shit out of the air. And, and then all of a sudden stops and just, he doesn't wake Ooh. up from it. And, uh, so he, he describes all that to me. I was like, yeah, I saw that. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's been really bizarre here. Um, and I thought about, I don't know if you've seen this, that there's an app on your phone where you can see like skeletal to me, they look like dancing skeletons. That you Is it kind of like the ones that you see on ghost adventures where it's like little stick figures? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I've thought about doing that, but I really don't like, I already feel there's something here. I don't need to know that yeah what I was gonna say was like we we always think about stuff like that like something just being in the house not as an like a house is also an object Mm -hmm. so we don't really think of things like that we just think oh a spirit's in the house versus like you bring home something you don't think there's something attached to an to like a small cute little antique object like you just you think house okay yeah sure but not yeah that not like this tiny cute little vintage thing 
Well, I keep getting like static interference in my headphones now. Stop it. Are you for real? But I'm curious to see if they show up. Yeah. At your house, not mine, hopefully. Yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I have to like, get up and turn my closet light on. I was like, mm, I don't like seeing the dark closet behind my head on the video. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, dude, Ooh. crazy. Before another go- quick ghost story. Tom- I was like, did you see a ghost? Don't tell <laughs> no. me. Quick, uh, quickly on our way, we were leaving for Puerto Rico, uh, three weeks ago. And, uh, Tom went outside to the car. It's dark out. I'm on the couch feeling a little defeated. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm on the couch and he went outside to get something out of the car or do something. And he comes back in and he looks at me really confused and he goes, weren't you just standing at the door, like he had the door open and there was just the screen door. And I go, no, because he could clearly see that there's no way that by the time he came back in, that Ew. I would have been like relaxed on the couch and just sitting there. <sighs> so this is at night. He's like, I don't, okay. I've never seen or felt anything. And now that we've moved into this house, he goes, I swear it was you standing at the door with like, about to ask me something or staring at me for something. So I looked over like, what, what do you need out of the car or whatever? Like, what question do you need asked? Yeah. And so he came in because he didn't know what I was doing, why I was standing there and was like really confused because I was on, on the couch, like clearly on the couch. Mm-mm. Wild. Yeah. So, so that Creepy. Just, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is turning into like a ghost story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no ghost story. Happy hour. I love it. Let's, uh, we can, we can end our little circle with some eBay haunted cursed items. Yeah. I want to hear these descriptions of all the crazy people that apparently want haunted objects in their houses. There's a lot of, so what's funny is that there's, um, oh, did I find that one? So there, I found, excuse me, a bunch of listings for haunted things. But also people are posting like in search of listings on eBay, like in search of highly haunted object or like, it's crazy. So Mm -hmm. before we jump into this, I have to tell a really funny story about my husband. Hope he listens to this episode later because so my husband, bless him. He is like the most supportive person in the world. No matter what I want to do, he doesn't care how crazy he thinks it might be. He will be there to support it 110%. And that's something I really love and appreciate about him, except for haunted stuff. Like that's his line. Like he does not like anything haunted. He does not like ghost stories. Like he's complete opposite of me in that regard. Like that kind of stuff just freaks him out. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Out of sight, out of mind, not a problem. Well, we were going to a friend's house for dinner one night and, uh, I was like, I'm just going to mess with him. Cause he knew that I had been like talking to some friends about spooky stuff recently. Like we were telling ghost stories the night before or something. And I don't remember like if we had been talking about haunted dolls, but somehow he was aware that my interest in haunted dolls was like happening at that time. But I had this conversation and uh, as we're driving to um, our friend's house for dinner, <laughs> I was like, so what would you do if I said I bought a haunted doll? He's like, no, you didn't. And I was like, well, you know, we were just talking about it and it seemed interesting. And I just wanted to see what could happen. He goes, you need to return it now. You just like, he's like, no questions asked. He's like, you need to get rid of it. It, It's not coming to this house. He's like, no. And, uh, (laughs) 
I just kept being like, well, it's already on its way here. He's like, I don't care. Cancel the order. Send the UPS guy back. He's like, it is not coming in the house. And he's like slowly starting to elevate in panic. And people who know him, like he's like the calmest guy ever. Like it takes a lot to get him really riled up, but he went from like zero to 100, like really fast. <laughs> and I was just like, well, it's already on its way here. Like I, there's nothing I can do about it. The order is coming. It's from eBay. You know, it's completely different than other stuff. And he's like, no, it's just not going to happen. And um, I finally like caved because he was starting to panic so much that I was like, I'm just joking. Like this isn't a thing. And he made me repeat verbatim. I will not buy haunted dolls. They are not allowed in the house. Like I had to all these things for him to be like comfortable and have this like verbal agreement between the two of us that I wouldn't purchase a haunted doll. So he's going to hear the topic of tonight's episode and be like, damn it. It's starting over again. He's like, there was a fine print ma'am, in the, yeah. the marriage contract that you didn't read at the bottom. That said, you will not buy haunted things. Exactly. Oh, that's amazing. That's super funny. I'm sure Dan would be the same same way. He'd be like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So this ad then is probably not shale, but it's (laughs) um, it's me returning it really fast. (laughs) Or it's you trying to get rid of it. So it says looking for haunted vessel doll item, looking for an item with an attachment. I'm hoping for an extremely active spirit that preferably actively moves its vessel and other items so like we're being kind of picky about wanting to buy a spirit already other disembodied sounds like footsteps talking and apparitions are great too just less preferable than moving the vessel i will be communicating mostly via necrophonic app a radio app or via video taken by phone telepathic communicators are great too we'll be going to a great home we're incredibly respectful and we'll spend lots of time with this spirit Please email me if you have a vessel in your collection that might be a great fit for us. Happy to discuss price. Oh my God. I really want somebody on these like ads to be like, did anybody see the movie safety not guaranteed? (laughs) Yes. That's just how I feel with this. Just like safety not guaranteed. We may go back in time, but who knows? Like you're just asking for it though. Yeah, you are. I don't know. I'm very like, I'm intrigued by these objects, but I... I wouldn't invite it. I'd be very wary of bringing it into my house, knowing what I know now. I feel. Oh, same. Yeah. With your, that you brought into my house. It's already haunted. I, it's smoke cleansed. I told her, I told (laughs) the spirit or whatever, if it was attached to that decanter to eat, as Shale said, yeek. I think that's the proper that's the proper even I know that 47 (laughs) so I'm curious um as Cheyenne looks for the next review here I'm super curious from your perspective as archaeologists if that has any influence on the way you feel about haunted objects or if you've had experiences with objects that you have unearthed (laughs) or anything like that I've had experiences with um human remains mm-hmm. mm. not anything else other than that more burials and uh human remains that we were trying to find the rest of his body for yeah, yeah it's, it's sad yeah that gets a little weird I guess like what do you have a story about finding human like were you on a dig actually here uh by Parker they're uh, building a housing area and, um, oh, that's good. It's just, like, that's, oh, that sounds nice. Oh, are you, are you saying that you found human remains that you didn't intend to find? Like, 
That's usually the case for archaeologists. Yeah. Well, this was, uh, we weren't intending to find it. So yeah. there was a, like a, they were actually redoing um, like a, a culvert. And so what we, and we were nearby and we had monitors on the site. So that's where we have cultural monitors in case we do find anything like that. Um, and all of a sudden something started coming out that was just coming out of like this big pile, dirt pile, like uh, 20 feet high. And she went over to check and sure enough, it's human remains and you have to call the police. There's like a big protocol. So it was prehistoric. Mm -hmm. So it ended up getting um, interred and, and there was like a ceremony and things like that. But uh, the problem was, is that because this machine is so massive, it grabbed a bunch of dirt along with this person as well. And so their bones were scattered. So mm. we had to find as many pieces as we possibly could and uh, stop the excavation that we were doing and, all, and basically had to do a recovery mission. And uh, so I went there for five days. I was on vacation when all of that went down and came back and was only there for about five days. And for those five days, I got yelled at in my dreams. Like somebody was coming at me at full force, screaming right into my face. Ooh, wow. And it only happened when I was there, when I went back to the other place. Cause they were like, who wants to come and stay? Tally can't. Cause I was like, is anybody else having weird dreams and people screaming at them? And they're like, no, okay. You're going to go back to the regular excavation that you were on. <laughs> and it, it stopped. It went from, it was that and that. And I don't know. I, I don't really? know if it was that person or who was really mad Yeah. or what, or if it was my imagination making that happen, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't like, oh, I hope I don't dream about somebody screaming in my face at night, you know? So yeah. I don't know where that came from, but it was really bizarre. And I just tried to apologize and, you know, like. Well, and there are you know. like things in which archaeologists can do with these objects. So in 1990, a uh, law got passed. That's the Native American Graves Repatriation Protection Act or NAGPRA. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of museums are currently still, even though it should have, it should have been done by now, but uh, as with the true and like pride of America, uh, we take forever to do things. So, um, the, but uh, objects are getting repatriated back to tribes. So yeah. there is like a ceremonial type of thing that is done with uh, these objects in which we contact tribes and are repatriating these objects back. So it's uh, human remains, associated uh, funerary objects. Uh, sometimes it's not even funerary. Sometimes they're like objects of cultural patrimony. So they're like things that are actively used within uh, tribal communities. Um, so things like archaeology is taking a turn in that of um, kind of honoring the energy, kind of like the whole uh, topic of this episode, like the energy that objects hold. So mm -hmm. um, I'm repatriating those back to It's tribes. becoming less white man science, mm -hmm. luckily. I mean, that's, great. that's how right. it has been for a long time and actually inviting people who these objects belong to and their ancestors for their input. So um, it's, that's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah. It's come, it, ha, it still needs work, but it's come a long way mm-hmm. in a short period of time. Like it, things are really moving in a better direction. So yeah. And more women archaeologists. Woo! I, when you were talking about the, your finding human remains, we were on a uh, survey. Uh, so not excavation, not breaking dirt of, and uh, down an organ pipe in Arizona, which is a huge migrant pathway. And I, we, we came across bones and my coworker to me was like, please tell me that these are animal bones. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. And so we had to go like, figure out what you were talking about, like trying to find as much of that person as we could right. and flag. And like, like, luckily we, I'm, and un, not luckily we didn't find the skull, but it was definitely like put like a damper on the day finding human remains. I found a- part of the skull and I wonder if that's what was uh why what, it was, what was screaming. screaming at you yeah yeah that's yeah, what that's I found. so fascinating a, a skull and I think part of a thumb bone mm. yeah so I don't know that's fascinating <laughs> so what other eBay objects do we have I'm really curious about okay yeah so this one is a mirror no wow beautiful no. antique haunted mirror probably cursed is the title I bet it's so pretty though <laughs> do they have an obsession with bloody mary or something right? like no <laughs> i do that yeah. all the time i like scream out bloody mary and turn off the light and shut the door when he's in the bathroom <laughs> i would <laughs> you that is so mean you're like okay good job <laughs> you did it <laughs> Okay, this is being sold as a novelty because I have to, to follow the eBay rules. So that's like a common theme in all of these listings too, is that all the eBay listings are like, oh, well, this is a joke. And then all the descriptions are like, this is not a joke. Wow. (laughs) Um, I'm telling you, this mirror is up to no good. Something is tragically wrong. And I need you to please treat this mirror with respect. Please do not buy this mirror if you're going to treat it as a joke. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I am not to be liable for anything that happens to you after you buy it. Once it's in your possession or anything the mirror does to you or who you give it to. And please do not gift this mirror to someone unsuspecting because that would be really unfair and terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's have some morals, <laughs> Please beware this isn't a joke. I am not a surplus seller of scary items and things. I am not somebody who makes a billion of those little haunted boxes and sells them. This is real. Please don't keep it in your home. Keep it outside in a fireproof container just to be safe. Haunted active spirit mirror causes anxiety and possible fires. Beware. Shipped with USPS first class. <laughs> <laughs> but the mighty those shipping costs though. <laughs> the condition. So it's just this it's been posted for six days. The starting bit is 20 bucks. I want to know. Um, the the condition is- says used, cracked in the back, dense to bottom handle, gaps in mirror, cursed. I really want to know who the hell is like, you know, I need more spice in 2022. Not like COVID's been enough. So let's add a haunted mirror to, to just. Possibly cursed. Like cursed in, yeah. yeah. Like a cursed haunted mirror. Like let's liven things up a little bit. Like haven't we all been through enough? I know, right? <laughs> I would think. I 
I'm not, that is, I don't want, I don't want it. (laughs) Hilarious and frightening all at the same time. (laughs) I'm trying to decide my feelings on this. It is an interesting like social experiment. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) What else you got on the list for us? There's one. Okay. There's one, but it's such a long description. But they're claiming yeah, to I was have just say the same. <laughs> they're claiming to have the soul of Edward Gain. No. Oh. So what? So the, yeah. What? Where's the spirit held? Like, um. So it's in a Dybbuk box. Mm-hmm. Um. Why? Highly active. Why? <laughs> evil entity. Um. Big EMF readings. It's in this like red wax covered Dybbuk box with a big cross on the front. It's tied in string. It has Hebrew lettering on the side and it's like all wax sealed. And then they have multiple pictures with like the EMF readings on different levels next to it. So how do they claim that Ed Gein's soul is in that box specifically? Oh, they don't have anything to back it up other than that's who they think. Oh, okay. It's just in the title. Um, What do you like to do for fun? I make nipple lamps. Well, (laughs) I mean... Who doesn't like to make nipple lamps? <laughs> okay, warning. Absolutely no returns accepted. Once this item is out of my possession, I absolutely do not want it back. Please make sure if you are bidding or considering buying, you are a serious buyer and collector. After doing research on the written inscriptions on the side of the box, I found that it is in Hebrew and stands for warning, do not open. This item has high levels of EMF, and I will try to add a link later of videos of the EMF readings. But please, I beg of you, if you are not experienced with these devices, even if you have the money, do not buy this box. And okay, then so this has, is where I get a little skeptical, is like, if you really don't want that object, you shouldn't have to sell it on eBay, right? Like, you wouldn't want right, any yeah. money for it. You'd be like, get this the hell out of my house. Like, I'll go bury it in the forest somewhere, right? Get like, it off on some poor sucker's, like, I won't read you this whole description because they don't know how to edit and it's not well written. Um, but I'll read you the first sentence, which is yesterday I found out some members of my family practiced the dark arts. A week ago from today, my great grandmother passed away. My mother was the lucky recipient of the contents my great grandmother had left behind! Exclamation point. There's so many exclamation points in this. Wait, is this a different? Is this a different? No, this is still the Ed Gein box. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Most of everything she received was old jewelry, some dishes, and a few articles of clothing. But buried away in my grandmother's basement was an old chest which contained numerous small boxes inside. There was a weird noise that just happened upstairs and nobody's upstairs. Cool. <laughs> I've been like, hearing a lot of noises, but I didn't know. Uh-huh. No, nope, like I did too. Door, I was like looking so. at you. Like, I don't know. Let's okay. Anyway, let's just keep going. We're just gonna ignore that for the time being. So they have a huge block of text that just describes like various like hauntings, like voices, footsteps in the house, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but it goes as we pulled the chest containing the small boxes out of the basement. I could hear my mother saying, be extremely careful with that. And I asked my mother what those were, and she proceeded to remind me of when I was younger, why I was not allowed to go in the basement. I would tell you that that's where the true monsters live. Each of these boxes contained the soul of a monster that once walked on earth. 
She explained to me that if one is open, the soul would be released into the world. And I asked her what we should do with them. And she said, we can't throw them away, but I really don't want them. She said, we'll have to find collectors, people experienced and caring for these types of things. (laughs) So I'm going to say these specific people are not selling real things, but it's only listed for 135 bucks. I mean, we could all chip in. Yeah. But I'm also really fascinated because like if that isn't a bullshit posting and grandma's just out there doing (laughs) just collecting spirits and boxes. (laughs) Yeah, she's she sounds like she's out there binding souls, you know, single-handedly just binding serial killers. Okay, I'll read you one more and then we can find a per witch and slip in all of this weirdness. (laughs) Haunted cursed doll, mean-spirited paranormal activity attacks and pursues our pets. Um, she's a nice normal looking blonde little porcelain doll she's priced at Mm $289 it's a pricey doll she is and she's not nice (laughs) I thoroughly also enjoy with all these descriptions that it's like um reverse psychology that they're like like, don't do do it don't do like it. Did this on this unless if you are like serious and like like don't own this. It's really a bad idea. And you're like, yeah. Who are you trying to appeal to? I, I yeah. don't know. I think it's no. Funny. I agree. No, you should definitely go down an eBay haunted objects rabbit hole because some of the things are really bizarre. Yeah. So here's the description for this doll. We have several sweet spirited dolls, and we thought that's what we were getting when we brought this one home. Her name is Lacey. Don't let her innocent looking face fool you. She's 16 inches tall. What? <laughs> we have doll stands and we'll include one if you would like to have one. Please let me know since of course spirit dolls don't use a stand because they stand oh, by course. themselves. I would have known that's a rule. <laughs> Someone might want to display her. She was purchased at an estate sale and I was told she had a friendly spirit, but nothing could be further from the truth. She is pure evil. Perhaps <laughs> she liked her past home better. We have a large dog and a cat and she teases them. She picks on the most passive dog the greatest amount of time. She's active at night and our dog would take extra steps to avoid going near her. Our cat arches his back and hisses at her. Although she has not told us, we think perhaps she was attacked or bitten by a dog. During the night, our oh, a dog outside just started yelping. This is a really haunted episode, y'all. Well, Cheyenne, the one you were reading right before this, like as you were reading it, you were looking down, your candle started like flickering all crazy. I don't know if you all saw that too. Yeah. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. Great. (laughs) None of you are invited here. Go away. Also dog, stop barking. Um, our dog yelped and hid under our bed and shook for hours, afraid to come out. The next day he had a limp for several days. We moved her to the outside shed for our sanity and our pet's safety. Not, we're not sure how far she will go or what she might do next. She's the only doll we've ever wanted to get rid of. We've never experienced one like her. Her powers are too strong for us. We've tried to let her know the dogs are her friends. And at first she seemed to accept that, but then went right back to her same tricks. She just can't be trusted. She communicates with us through Ouija, EVP, and Pendulum. We've heard her whispering, mumbling, evil laughing, banging on walls. She often smells of garlic, cloves, or rotten eggs. Each person's experience will be different, just as ours was from the previous owners. You must be 18 years old to purchase. I can't make any claim or guarantee of her behavior, good or bad. Per eBay, I'm not responsible for any paranormal experiences you may have. This doll is for entertainment purposes only. Treat her with the respect she deserves. Okay. If anything ever try to go after my, like my pets and stuff like that, I'd be like, 
yo, Lacey, I'm about to fuck a bitch up. Yeah, yeah. My yeah like, get me. out of here. We give you a nice home and you come in here and you're fucking with the dog. Like, no, I would this? I would behead her. I would pull her arms and legs off and like bury her. Kelly's like, I'd go full violence. <laughs> I, I chose violence this morning. <laughs> Head off, bitch. Now what? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Just that one sounded her. like dark though like you're you're yeah. sending, like this rot or the rotten egg smell and stuff yeah. like that like that's not something i'd want to mess with mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, uh, i guess true. maybe that's this true. is I'm the thinking about our bo conversation do i have bo no we were talking kelly and i were talking about bo <laughs> earlier today and i was like what well, i feel like post-covid i feel like i just smell like wonderful msge chinese food all the time <laughs> <laughs> regardless that's maybe that's what my if i were a doll maybe i would just smell like really would be delicious chinese food i always not a terrible scent (laughs) i digress i'm so sorry i love that no that's amazing a little tmi well that's usually what happens on a podcast (laughs) well i feel like this is probably a a good moment to go ahead and just cover our own bases slash asses and uh remind everyone that we're not encouraging you to buy haunted objects Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. in fact you probably should super not that is not a perwitchin slip at all it's not your perwitchin your that's our disclaimer slip. you should super not <laughs> <laughs> just super not buy anything haunted yeah i think that's it that's the perwitchin slip, slip. <laughs> <laughs> super don't do it just don't but also if you so, think you have a haunted object, let us know because we might want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I might I might want to meet it. <laughs> as long as it doesn't go home with us. No. Yeah. Meeting is one thing. Taking yeah. it home yeah. face Mm-mm. is another. No. Like you just did. Well like <laughs> like you I, I I usually don't think about goodwill as like haunted objects, but you know. Well, just a good reminder in general, like it's it's good to clean items you buy at a thrift store in every capacity, both like spiritually and in your washing machine. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> so don't buy thrift store underwear unless it's still in a plastic package. Oh, I don't know why you never buy underwear at a thrift store anyway. <laughs> That's your perwitchin slip today. <laughs> Nice. All right. So on that note, <laughs> where can people find the lovely witches over at Warm Wind and Witches? <laughs> well, you can find us on Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. And Facebook at Wormwood and Witches. Yeah, we're kind of that's like eh, that's basically really. our Instagram. Yeah, basically. And then basically Tally and I are um Mostly on Instagram at Wormwood and Witches and uh, on TikTok, Wormwood and Witches podcast. Mm-hmm. So yes. you can find us trying to figure out the wonderful world of TikTok on there because we're too old for this. And we're like, aren't these just vines? Is this <laughs> what this is? So it what is. vines? That's what That's TikTok right. used to be. It actually oh. is like what TikTok bought Vine or whatever. Oh, right. yeah. I'm old. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, what's it's the TikTok thing? And Just trying like- to post on TikTok is admirable. So yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll link all of your things below. Cool. And then you can find us at wormwoodandwitches at gmail.com. And that's about Yay. it. Yay. 
So thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we finally got to hang out. Woo. We've only been planning it for over a year. Yeah. We'll have to have you on. Yes. Yes. Continue the combo. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here and cheers, witches. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. We did it. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on this episode of Ouija Boards and Midnight Marks. If you're having a witching good time, we hope you'll help us to grow this little coven. You all know it's us against AI in this algorithm e algorithm world, so please help us out. Please like, rate, and subscribe anywhere you're listening to us. Also, we want to connect with our spooky, Marg-loving friends out there, so please like and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links for those profiles will be in the show notes. And hey, be sure to tell us what you're drinking tonight. We love you all so much, witches. Cheers. <laughs>